0: Hello, this is Saeedus Zaman from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 11th of November. Nalini Haran, R.P. Ravichandran and four other convicts serving a life sentence in the Rajiv Gandhi assassination were ordered to be released by the Supreme Court on Friday, PTI reported. In May, the Supreme Court, while exercising its power under Article 142, had ordered the release of A.G. Piradiwalan, another convict who had served more than 30 years in jail in the case. The Congress has objected to the verdict. Party General Secretary Jairam Ramesh called the order totally unacceptable. He said it is most unfortunate that the Supreme Court has not acted in consonance with the spirit of India on this issue. On Friday, a bench of justices B.R. Gavai and B.V. Nagaratna noted that the Tamil Nadu government had earlier recommended their release and the governor was bound to ensure the same. One of the convicts, Nalini, had moved the Apex Court, seeking an early release after the Madras High Court turned down her plea. Former Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi was assassinated by an LTTE suicide bomber, Danu, on May 21, 1991, while he was at an election meeting in Tamil Nadu. Sri Haran, Ravi Chandran, Santan, Murugan, A.G. Perariwalan, Robert Payas and Jayakumar Kumar were sentenced to life terms. Listeners, the News Laundry team will be on ground in Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh bringing you ground reports, interviews and another election show. As Himachal goes to polls tomorrow, Ayush Tiwari will live stream updates from Kangra. Coverage like this requires a lot of resources and we do this without any corporate or government ad money. So power our election coverage by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the NL NLCNA button. Newslaundry is able to hold the media accountable because we are not funded by big corporations but because we run on the support of our subscribers. Power us to serve public interest and counter hate. In a special session today, the Jharkhand Assembly passed a bill increasing reservation in government jobs for members of scheduled caste, scheduled tribe, other backward classes and economically weaker sections to 77%, PTI reported. The legislation increases reservation for scheduled castes to 12% from 10%, for scheduled tribes 28% from 26% and for other backward classes 27% from 14%. Amid protests by the BJP, the cabinet has sought permission from the centre to include the bill in the ninth schedule of the constitution to protect it from judicial review. Chief Minister Himan Surayn described the BJP's protest in the House as fear and anxiety and called the bill a Suraksha Kavach, or safety shield for citizens. The State Cabinet also passed a domicile bill, called the Jharkhand definition of local persons and for extending the consequential, social, cultural and other benefits to such local persons bill 2022. This aims to use land records from 1932 as the basis for domicile in the state of Jharkhand. These laws were passed in the Special Assembly amid a political deadlock between Surain and the BJP in the state. The BJP has been demanding the removal of Surain from power over corruption allegations against him. A petitioner who challenged the appointment of the new Chief Justice of India while alleging he was linked to anti-nationals has been fined 1 lakh rupees by the Delhi High Court. Sanjeev Kumar Tiwari challenged the appointment of Justice D.Y. Chandrachud while claiming that he was associated with alleged anti-nationals and Naxalite Christian terrorists. A bench of Chief Justice Satish Chandra Sharma and Justice Subramanyam Prasad on Friday imposed a 1 lakh rupee fine and said Tiwari's PIL was aimed at litigation publicity. Tiwari claimed that the appointment of the new judge was in violation of constitutional provisions and demanded an inquiry to ascertain if he has any links with terrorist groups. He described himself as, and I quote, a well-trained, intelligent, common citizen of the nation of India, unquote. In October, the Supreme Court dismissed a similar petition demanding that Justice D.Y. Chandrachud be restrained from taking oath. The plea was based on a letter by the petitioner to President Draupadi Murmu. He cited alleged problems linked to Justice Chandrachud's tenure. Ratings agency Moody's on Friday slashed India's 2022-23 GDP growth projections from 7.7% to 7%. It cited the weakening rupee and the rise in oil prices for the change in projections. The firm also warned that the economy's growth is likely to decelerate, further to just 4.8% in 2023-24. Moody's previously cut India's growth from 8.8% in May to 7.7% in September. Retail inflation in India increased to 7.5% in September after dipping below 7% in July, according to the ratings agency. Moody's, in its latest global macro outlook for 2023-24, downgraded forecast for a number of G20 countries, including the US, China, Japan, India and other European countries. The Reserve Bank of India, between May and September, cut its growth forecast to 7% from an earlier estimate of 7.2% while also raising the repo rate on three occasions to tackle inflation. Moody said that its expectation is that RBI in order to control price rise and support exchange rate will raise the repo rate by another 50 basis points or 0.5%. The ratings agency also expects RBI to shift focus from inflation management to growth once the growth rate improves. The firm, however, projects the country's gross domestic product growth to rise around 6.4 per cent in 2024. A YouTuber sentenced to six months in jail for allegedly tarnishing the image of the judiciary has been granted relief by the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court suspended the sentence imposed by the Madras High Court and asked YouTuber Savokku Shankar not to produce any more videos or make remarks pertaining to court hearings, Times of India reported. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and JK Maheshwari made the remarks on Friday. Shankar, a former employee of Tamil Nadu Vigilance Department, was charged guilty on grounds of contempt of court. On 15th of September, he had claimed on his YouTube channel Red Picks, and I quote, the entire judiciary is riddled with corruption, unquote. This was followed by his denial to take his statement down before the Madras High Court, stating that he stands by his words. The High Court started criminal proceedings against Chankar for his tweet on July twenty second. China on Friday announced that it has relaxed quarantine duration for travelers and removed curbs on international flights, Global Times reported. According to a notice from the country's disease control agency, the quarantine for inbound travelers will be reduced from 10 days to 8 days. The 8 days will consist of 5 days in a state isolation center and 3 days at home. People traveling to China will only be required to show one negative COVID test within 48 hours of boarding flights to the country. This is a relaxation as compared to the current requirement of two tests. The concessions also include reduction of centralized quarantine for close contacts of confirmed patients from 7 days to 5 days, which includes 3-day health observation at home. China also removed the circuit breaker mechanism that it had implemented for overseas inbound flights. Under the policy, international flights were suspended for a prolonged period if any passengers tested positive for COVID-19 upon arrival. China announced these new rules while the country reported 10,000 cases on Thursday, a tenfold jump over 15 days, PTI reported. This is the first step taken by China to ease its stringent zero-COVID policy. That's all the news we have for you today. Thank you for listening. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent